2: Greetings, weary travelers. Come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and tales of Samriel. I'm your host, Arcanir, and we are back with a new episode of Tanks on the Loose with Lotus of Doom. How's it going, Lotus? It's
1: going well, it's going well. A little different time than our usual, mm-hmm. so... It is. That's,
2: whatever. A little improv, <laughs> but we won't miss another week doing it this way, so that's always good. So, um, as you may have noticed, the rest of our hosts are not available, Um, so I'm going to give a little bit of info about that. So Promethean is sick, and he lost his voice at the moment, so he obviously cannot host a show, which requires a lot of that that voice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, last night... Uh, it was Tace's birthday, so Ag was with Tace and celebrating the birthday, and I was pretty much sleeping, and did not really wake up, uh, so we ended up not having a show, uh, and Lotus thankfully said, okay, yeah, we can record tomorrow, so here we are recording on Saturday night around, I guess right now, 11pm Eastern? Uh, yeah, 11.10 here. So... Yeah, a little bit of a time change for our live listeners, but we didn't want to skip an entire show, and Lotus agreed to staying up late, so... It's the least I can do, since you're usually the (laughs)
1: wee hours person in the
0: group.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, the last couple days... So, the reason I slept in last night is that I've been having... Consistent migraines over the weekends. I am completely fine during the week where I work. Like at the office or anything. I'm absolutely fine. Bring in the weekend, I wake up on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning. And I'm... It's just migraine. Like the entire day. Um, so I thought, okay. One theory that I can think of is that recording Tales at 4am and then sleeping at like 7am... Uh, on a Friday night because my sleep schedule shifts um, it triggers my migraine so I decided to test that I slept at a normal time well normalish time I only woke up to let everyone know that I am going back to sleep <laughs> and I woke up at a normal time on Saturday morning at like 10 which in contrary to like 8:30 my usual time. Um, mm-hmm. And I still had my headache, so I thought, okay, perhaps the sleep is not the not the culprit here. Uh so I guess I just won't sleep from now on. Now that I know sleep is not yeah. the trigger for my headache, and now now I don't need to sleep. Because if yeah, it's gonna happen just... anyway, at least I'll spend the most amount of time awake before my migraine and make go. the best of it. Yeah. Healthy life! Yeah, no, that'll (laughs) probably work out without any repercussions. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We need sleep. totally overrated. Yeah. So that is why we didn't have an episode yesterday, but we have one today. So Ryan says, it could be that sleeping is what's causing the headache. Exactly. Yes. So if you never sleep, sleep. like, that is true. (laughs) I never had my migraine trigger while I was awake. It's always when I wake up. So that means if I never sleep, I never get migraines. Mm. It's the it's, right, it's science. Right, because I never have the
1: exactly that is that is flawless science right there. I can't
2: think of anything that could go
1: wrong with that. Perfectly,
2: yeah. See, this is why we do tales of Tamriel so that we can figure out, we can unveil the secrets of life, and this is one of it. Sleep is a lie, and we can we can get over it and um that was yeah that was completely out of topic intro but here we are yeah and chat room welcome how's yeah. going yes thank you all say, for joining, joining on this. yeah unusual yeah. time uh <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you nonetheless uh so For this week, we actually have a very little bit of news compared to last week. I actually didn't even realize a week had passed since our last episode. Um, (laughs) And the only piece of news that I actually found is the Dragonhold and Update 24 preview article, which is really a preview. It doesn't really give anything in terms of information. Yeah, very much an overview. Yeah there is however one thing um that i'm really curious about which they didn't explain they just said uh so we all know Sai Sahan will be returning for the dragon guard somehow um and they mentioned that it will make sense but i i am curious to see what it is so it's says right. in the dragon and hold me only... yeah
1: It'll only need to make sense for those of us who um, made the choice that would yeah. require it to make sense. <laughs> so I would be one of them, but at the same time, you know, I know that's a rather small portion. I I think mm-hmm. it was like twenty percent or so made that or even less.
2: I mean if it's so twenty percent then it's like there there's five companions. Actually no, there's three you can Right, and you can, yeah, and you can't pick Tharn, so Yeah, yeah, there no, four. No, three. Uh, how many? I'm confused. No, uh, you There's can't pick Marco because he's the bad guy.
1: And then you can't right. pick Tharn because he's too right. crucial. That makes sense. So, so they, you they, had Varus. Ver- yeah, options. it was actually one of three. Yeah. And I know way more than half picked um, Vanus.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, he was the obvious choice.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it does try to steer you in the direction of mm-hmm. Vanus. My, my problem was, uh, you know... I guess spoilers for a five-year-old um, ending to the base game. Uh, I chose <laughs> <laughs> I chose Sai not because I didn't like Sai, but I actually liked Sai the best. And since you needed the power to infuse the amulet, I was like, okay, okay well, I want the best infusion because I rule and I don't uh, want to be dead. <laughs> so <right>. I want <laughs> the strongest choice, even though he was my favorite, which yeah. seems to not be how most people did it. Um, mm-hmm. Because I was like, "Oh, if I do it with Vanus, he's all blind and lame." I was like, "He's not going to be any good." <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, actually, that makes sense. I mean, so uh... yeah, that was my reasoning behind him. Because a lot of people were like, Well, Why would you choose him? He's so cool." I was like, "That's exactly why I chose him. I wanted to maximize my awesomeness by taking his awesomeness." <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's I. I can't even tell if that's if that's like. Chaotic, good, evil, natural. <laughs> I, that's purely chaotic. Just chaotic. I, that <laughs> I, yeah, that's just chaotic. Yep, chaotic, chaotic. Yeah, chaotic. <laughs> chaotic. <laughs> um, so in the Dragonhold main quest line, you work with the fan favorite character Saisa Han, returning for this storyline. Together, a ragtag group of pirates, blah blah blah, to restore the Dragon Guard, blah blah blah. Everybody's very hyped about. Uh, Kitty pirates, so we've <laughs> got Khajiit pirates. That's, so that's another thing everybody was very excited about the confirmation mm-hmm. of. There is one part here that I'm very curious about, though. The Redguard Swordmaster is not your only companion in this endeavor. However, mm-hmm. when you start the zone's main story, a powerful and famous ally from Elder Scrolls lore joins you. Who that might be?
1: Now, Perhaps Lyris comes back, prepping us for our
2: Skyrim-related next season. I don't think the, so, because... Um, so it says, a powerful and famous ally from Elder Scrolls lore. If it right, was Ly- not, Lyris... Yeah, this is not it, it from Elder Scrolls from El- Online. Right, this it is from spe- Elder Scrolls lore.
1: All-encompassing, oh, so which <sighs> could be very big.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm curious, like... Dragon Guard, Second Era, um, Famous Someone. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what Elder I mean. Elder Scrolls I guess, Red like Guard's it's... protagonist. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Uh, oh, God.
1: Uh. <laughs> Silas. <laughs> that... <laughs> yeah, I think that was. Yeah. Well, yeah that, I mean, there it fits. is. It'll be Silas.
2: <laughs> Perfect. It's the, it's the Dragon Guard. It's second era, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know.
1: I think you're right, though. I think it does expand more than just in game. They're probably going to pull someone from the lore side of things. It's like, oh, you know, you've heard about so and so. Well,
2: here's the first time you get to meet said yeah. person, whoever that may be. So that was the that was the part I'm curious about. But there's a, so yeah. much to speculate that speculate that I don't... I have absolutely like zero clue start? who this might be. Yeah, yeah right.
1: Um, I do... One thing that I... The only real thing that I wanted to note about the update 24... Well, the, the whole Dragonhold update 24 thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll be curious to see more. And, you know, I'm glad to see the uh, updates are coming out. The Twitch drops things are hitting, blah, blah, blah. Um, all good stuff. But, um, the thing that I, at least the way it sounds, and provided it works like it seems like it would, I really like the idea behind this because it's a little bit more of a concrete story. Is mm-hmm. in order to have the full finality, it's, uh, you need to have completed elsewhere and then, um, Dragonhold, and then mm. combined, it unlocks the final part of the story to end the season. Like, you can't just jump into Dragonhold without of completing elsewhere from the way this sounds. That's Actually, how you unlock the final thing. I didn't just read the entire like thing because I just woke up. But, yeah, um. <laughs> yeah it, so basically, from what it seems like, it, it's got a concrete, like point a to point b which they've really tried to not do it seems like it's like oh you can play Mm -hmm. them in any order but there's clearly an order that these should be played in i like that this is kind of like no we're sticking with a real story that has a concrete end and it needs to have these previous events happen in Mm -hmm. order to get to the end i just i don't
2: know i like that i think that sounds pretty cool i mean yeah that's that's how that's how it's supposed to be that's how it's supposed this is a this is a story-based game I yes. mean, Elder Scrolls Online's Very main heavily. part, for the majority of the player base, as far as I can tell, at least I'm, I obviously don't have the data, but has been the story. And when they yeah, did even like one-time polls, I mean,
1: mm-hmm. it seems like that's the big go-to for the majority <laughs> of people.
2: And when you do, when they did like one-time real, whatever everyone scales everything, there are no levels anymore. It got all jumbled together. I mean, zone story does kind of help with that issue, but still not really, <sighs> yes. because it will still give you the main story of whatever zone you're in, so I still have to explain right. to any new players either friends or like on the internet, that mm-hmm. okay, it will drop you in the latest uh, chapter, do not start the quest there, teleport to yes. Bleakrock. start from Bleakrock. And then go to Stormfalls, go to yeah. Deshawn, go to uh, yep. the Argonian Muddy Place. where the game leads you. Yeah. It's... <sighs> so I'm glad they are... If they're actually making it like a full block like that... Like you can't play Dragonhold before Elsewhere, whatever. I'll be okay. Like, that'll be good. But... Yes. But they can't do that. Because they can't lock a DLC behind the chapter.
1: Well, no, what I think it is, is you can do the, you can do Dragonhold like itself, but once you complete both, you unlock a, a separate quest ah. line to end the season as a complete season. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, okay. I like that. So it's, you still have access, which I'm fine with. That's, Hey, you, you do you people, however you want to play That's fine. But I like, there's a thing that it's like to get this extra thing you need to have done these other things. So it's like, you mm-hmm. can still go there, but it's like, until you fully complete the season, you don't get this final closing point, which I actually just think is cool because they can give it a more definitive end and really get rid of
2: any ambiguity going into it. Oh, yeah. So it says, To unlock the season of the Dragon Finale quests, you must complete both the Elsewhere and Dragonhold main <laughs> story quest lines. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, like,
1: that's fine. Have lots of side quests. If people want to goof around with that, that's totally fine. Like, Mm. whatever. But it's like, if they want something to have like that, it's like, I actually really like that. Because it's like, oh, cool. That gives a direction. And they can be a little more focused with the story since there won't be any – they won't need to leave an option for something. Well, what if they didn't do that? Well, they can't. What if they (laughs) didn't do that? Like So... Yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan of that personally, at yeah, least the way it yeah. sounds. I like that. I like this. Mm-hmm.
2: Um the update even four will also have the uh, some of the base game improvements and performance improvements that they've been and we've been talking about. And yep. that includes the complete redesign of the looking for group system. I'm very scared. I'm terrified. <laughs> Look, it can borderline not be worse, so <laughs> I mean it We're can that be. Way. Worse. no i
1: mean it could literally just not work i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like, it, it's, not under load it's, got, it's annoyances but i mean it it does function as much crap as it does get and it's not great i mean it has a ton of issues especially mm. when the the servers get slammed yeah but i mean it, it does still get you your groups you know what i mean yeah. like it's not
2: yeah. uh, it, it could literally just explode so <laughs> that could be worse yeah <laughs> Um, so, well, that is going to happen, and I suppose we'll see. Yeah. Now, another thing I'm curious about is, so we had a year-long adventure, year-long storyline, and that was a first in ESO's, um, history. I mean, they they Mm -hmm. did tie up all the DLCs and chapters together somehow, but it wasn't, it was never a single block of storyline, like the Season of the Dragon. Now, what I'm curious right, right, is, will right. they uh, continue doing that? Like, next year, season of Skyrim, uh, right. obviously. I, I've i heard rumor that that...
1: I don't know where I heard this. So, I you know, maybe... maybe I, yeah, I don't know. I can't give a source for why I know this or don't know this, but why I believe I've heard that since this model worked pretty well, as far as I understand, I think they're going to do it again going forward but I don't know where I heard that from. So mm. either I just completely made that up in like some type <laughs> of weird sleep-induced hallucination, or <laughs> I heard that somewhere, and going forward, I think they might be doing another year of it. I don't
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> take that for yeah. what it is. <laughs> you just wake up in the middle of night, oh, a year's like, oh my God. The season of Skyrim, <laughs> yes, it's happening. <laughs> I just talked to Rich. He yep. confirmed it. <laughs> As everyone at Zoss is like, what, that's not even remotely what we have planned. (laughs) I mean, that would be very in line with all of our theories here at Tales of Tamriel. It would be. In the last year and a half, nothing we said came to be.
1: That's true. So, remember our remember our two person uh, theory crafting of what the Rathstone was at the start. Oh of yeah. the yeah, uh, at the start <laughs> of the year, and we got into the Eternal Masters and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't.
2: We weren't on point. <laughs> we were real off.
0: Uh,
2: well, yeah. Yeah. How did we even get to it, Masters from rats? I I don't even know. I feel
1: like Casual Ranger mentioned um, the Battle Spire as a training right. ground and I think we really derailed into like oh well what what planes of oblivion could they get a dragon from that might lead to a dragon break and somehow we ended up at the Eternal <laughs> Masters
2: <laughs> oh we also had the um, the uh, the Decayed Dragon from Soul Cairn yes and yep. Eternals, Ma- Eternal Masters Masters like. from the Soul Cairn so yeah yeah so yeah totally we were, reasonable uh, line of thought <laughs> Yep completely wrong <laughs> yeah no not even not even close <laughs> so um yeah don't 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 quote us on anything we yeah, say unless we are right and then quote us everywhere <laughs> exactly yeah yeah like that then you go on twitter like,
1: mm-hmm. like oh i heard God, it first on tales of
2: unreal they knew yep. it was going to happen they definitely have ties with Zenimax online um mm-hmm. but most of the time basically treat us like yeah, just sweep just most of man. our speculations <laughs> under the rug where they belong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: So, uh, Dragonhold will be on PTS or this Monday, actually, September 16th. I kind of nice want to get into it and finish it Finish it early. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, PTS is another massive download. So, I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I can only I imagine. They... Isn't it a, almost the equivalent of the game itself? Yeah, it is. I think it is. Yeah. Um, it's basically its entire individual client because it has to be different from the game, I guess. Uh, which sure, makes sense. Yeah. Cause it...
1: Yep. No, totally.
2: Um, but yeah. Also, I mean, we've been we've been talking about this for years, but there is no real incentive to go on to PTS to test something, especially for story DLCs.
1: Especially for story DLC, and to be fair, either because you want to be bleeding edge, uh, you know, I I go straight in and I know exactly what's going on, or you're a content creator. Like, Mm -hmm. those are the reasons you play PTS. I mean, other than you play PTS because it's supposed to help (laughs) streamline the game, Um, I, I mean, I don't even have the option anyways because i play on console so you yeah. know, that that's not a thing i would have an option of anyways but um just personally that does not sound appealing to me <laughs> mm-hmm. to play something that's like okay well none of this it is, is you can just mess around with stuff but none of this actually counts and i'm just like eh, i don't think i would do that even if i had the option personally
2: yeah it is uh, very I definitely fun wouldn't do to the run
1: because i wouldn't want to ruin it
2: yeah it is very fun to run new dungeons on on pts though because they that are I can usually totally understand, yeah, not nerfed, messed up. Yep. No one knows what's going on. So pure blind run in an absolutely brutal dungeon. Because they usually yeah, get nerfed by the... the time they hit live.
1: Right, you don't even theoretically. It's like, oh, this is too hard. Because in theory, it could be
2: impossible, and just it didn't get caught mm-hmm. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there is <laughs> yeah. that potential. I mean, one of my favorite runs is still. Um, Still Cradle of Shadows for five hours the day it came out on PTS with... Um oh, God. Oh, I forgot the names. They are from... They are all-time Tales of Tamriel listeners. Oh, no. Husband and wife. <laughs> no. Uh, uh. I have the videos. The like, Saints? No, no.
0: This is this is pre me uh, being uh, a host era.
2: Real old, yeah. Real old. The first time "Cradle of Shadows" came up. When was it? It was two, three years ago. Uh, Ah, "Cradle of Shadows." Good lord! I want to say "Nerdman" and his wife, but oh wow! Okay, uh, I can't. I have the video. I'll have to check it out. I have the video. It's still it's still uh, one of in one of my completions, but it was painful. (laughs) it was absolute pain but it was fun yeah
1: when that dungeon first launched that dungeon was savage so i can't imagine it unedited like (laughs) it's just like raw like all right here's the first try of this it's like woof that is gonna be a Mm -hmm. rough first pass Mm
2: -hmm. ah good times good times yep so that is pretty much the end of the news we have. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's about it. Which brings yeah, us to our tales. Now I'm pretty sure you have more tales than I do, so I'm gonna start first. Um, Perfect. So what I did is I went ahead and I bought the Lynchall Grand Manor. Finally, after yep. two years of not being able to. Um and I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't have done that. Uh because I can't decorate it. I just can't think of like I I think I went in over my head. It's, it's too massive. extreme. Too end game housing. Yeah. I mean, see I I have the old Mistwell Manor, which is not that big. Um uh, I it's just decora- bought that one actually yeah it's it's beautiful it's beautiful as a meat hall
1: yes that's exactly it It, it's super cool it's got an awesome location on the rift it looks awesome Mm -hmm. but
2: i mean it's 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 a large house like it's not that big and uh like it's it's nordic as well so you can decorate it as Mm -hmm. rustic and unorganized as you want and it'll work um, and then I have Hunter's Glade, which I made into a massive forest with 500 conservatory items um, <laughs> and hidden points. So you can actually play hide-and-seek, and if you look away for just two seconds, you will lose sight of your of whoever you are in there with, that which place is beautiful. That sounds so cool. I spent a long time separately and specifically hand placing trees and bushes so that whichever direction you are looking at from whatever position your line of sight is always blocked that took time but now I would you, imagine now now you can see more than a certain distance from wherever you are so let's say we are in there running together and i just take a sharp right turn that's it, I'm gone. (laughs) I can be behind you, I can be at the other end of the map, you won't see me. The bushes are dense enough to block the name tags. So... That's very cool. I did my best to make sure that you can actually get lost in there and actually lose people there. And it worked out. So that is... But again, that was like crafty, you know, that wasn't decorating, that was more just trial error uh, looked... actually yeah that and kind of like engineering design more than anything yeah. else. <laughs> <laughs> but now with mistvale uh, now with lynchall grand manor i want to decorate it in like i mean it's a nibbanese royalty house it's yep. overlooking gold coast it's a palace of white marbles and stones it's a place of beauty in, it's it's like at the top of Imperial Nibanese aristocracy, right? So I kind of want to give that in decoration like a nice garden, you know, a proper noble-like interiors, and I'm like How do I do that? <laughs> so far I have absolutely zero clues. I can make that place look like a completely abandoned war-ridden castle. But, I can't think of any ways to actually properly decorate it in a way that it's like, okay, an imperial noble is living here, kind of feeling. Right. Also, imperial furniture apparently is crown only, as I have I figured out after purchasing. did not know until you pointed that out. <laughs> I did not either, because I keep seeing in the stores imperial bookcase. So the imperial mm-hmm. bookshelf, for whatever reason, is not bind on pickup, and people are selling it, and it's pretty cheap. That's the only imperial furnishing item that you can sell. Everything else, everything else is from the crown store shop in the housing, uh, so housing vendor with crown, uh, yep. crowns. Uh, or as a lot of people pointed out with the event tickets from the event vendor but right but like there, you there's said, a very you small selection and yeah and yeah, you would also of those. need a ton
1: mm mm-hmm. mhm and that place is
2: massive so yeah yeah 10 or
1: 12 event tickets isn't gonna get you that far
2: yeah yeah and it only has like nightstand like bed nightstand divider i mean what about chairs what about tables right 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 ah apparently breton style is almost indistinguishable from imperial and i checked and it is true it's pretty much the same thing it's just that imperial furnishing is dark brown, breton is light brown, and because the entire house is white stone and white marbles, dark stone dark, uh, dark brown goes very nicely. It's a nice contrast. But when you put yeah, the, be the light, light, light brown of breton, it's like light on light. It's uh, yeah, not quite uh, the same. Yeah. So, Zoss kind of upset me. Hmm. With a crown only house limited time which i which it was painful to pay for um, but i did nonetheless because i really wanted that house and yep. then to realize that the hu- the furnishing i want to put in there is also crown only it was like a yeah, double kill kind of a double whammy there another thing is that i hate about that house the front walls you can climb to because they made they put a door and it teleports you to the top of the towers or rather like tower-like structures on the walls. None okay. of the rest of the walls are climbable. Even if you put a full platform up there, which I pretty much do with all my houses, mm-hmm. um, there is a collider. There is an invisible wall just before you can oh, get really? on top of the wall. So, like, just push the collider just a little bit outside, and it would be fine. You, can, you could walk on the wall. But just before, so basically the, the top of the wall, even though there is, like, place for people to walk, at least it looks like, that, um, there's an invisible wall there. Uh, and it's, it doesn't make That's sense. kind of a downer. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense either. So it doesn't block anything. It doesn't keep you from doing anything that would break the game. It It serves absolutely no purpose. It's just that they said, okay... We don't this think people will come up here. <laughs> or, yeah, I mean, whoever placed those colliders didn't think that I could put planks all the way up there and maybe have a walk on the wall. Um, so, yeah, there's the, that's the another part I don't like about the house. Everything else is amazing. It's a beautiful place. It's a fantastic place. Yep. But... Couple couple annoyances around the situation <laughs> yeah. kind of brought yeah. it down a bit. Yeah, that's too bad. So that's that was a bummer. I did yeah. start doing Imperial City just to get those Imperial furnishings from uh, from the vendor. Yep. Only to realize that I forgot out the PvP. Uh, I get my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people beat the heck out of me. Even, I mean, I went in there with my pure tank, and that was good, four versus one, I was able to stay alive, but that's it, just stay alive. I would fight someone one versus one, like a Daggerfall guy, I would fight him one versus one, none of us died, because I can't put enough damage on him to kill him, no one can put enough damage on me to kill me on a one versus one, uh... Yo. So we were, like, jumping around like this, getting attacked by all the mobs, d- rotating... Eternal on... stalemate. Yeah, yeah, we were kind of dancing at one point, I think, because <laughs> it was like... Uh, remember the Hobbit dances? So they lock arms and they turn this way, yep. and they lock arms, they turn the other way. It was pretty much that, just... throwing spells and of swords at each, at each other. Yeah, um, So... I guess I won't be doing that. So now I, what I do is I just wait until the boss of the district spawns. I run to mm-hmm. it. I get in at least as much as hits that, as I can, even if there are other alliances around, and hope that it counts and I get my event tickets. And then die there you go. at the hands of <laughs> someone. <laughs> um, I did find out that I have 45k Talvar stones banked up from whatever oh, that's time. That's a pretty decent chunk. Yeah, I just don't know what to do with them. Like what do you even do with Telvar's? Yeah, I, you have a reactive armor set, right? Uh yes. I th- I I yeah, cause had to ev- say than oh, that. Yeah. I had everything I need from uh from the Imperial City armors. And all of them are sellable, so I can just go to a vent like Tamriel Trade Center and um Let's see if you can buy one. Yeah, I just purchase them instead of trying my yeah. luck with RNG. So I don't know. Like I have two, three to four million Alliance points, I think, and I have 45k Talvar stones. I don't know mm-hmm. what to do with either one of those. A
1: lot of times, um, with the Alliance points, I'll just like roll um, from sets, like Overland sets, that um, tend to sell for a bunch. Hmm. Oh. It, like, um, what is it? Uh... But Nightmother's Embrace or Nightmother's Sorrow, I, I don't know, whatever the Deshaun Overland set is, that right. tends to Night sell Mo- pretty well.
2: Yeah, Nightmother something.
1: Um, yeah, there's a bunch of them. I, I Again, I always need to just look at what I'm... Uh, but like that, like, okay, I know like the staffs sell, like the good staffs, not like a nice staff, but mm. um, you can go to that vendor. And I mean, if you just have alliance points to burn do that or um, another one is uh for a hundred thousand you can get the triune thing and uh put that on jewelry. That usually sells pretty well because people always oh, need to be learning that. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So there's that you can do. Um I'm trying to think of what else I squandered.
2: Basically, Turn the in the gold teeth have these, kind so. of
1: fizzled. Those used to sell pretty well the mm-hmm. Arc of and the um Mm. militant ordinator i believe yeah militant ordinator the best ground guy yep those used to sell those don't really sell anymore but uh i used to do that like when it first dropped i bought i bought like a bunch of (laughs) them like yeah who wants a chess piece like here we go (laughs) um i would actually like them to add a new style to that
0: Mm -hmm. pool like
1: if you're gonna add a new style put one in there then because again similar to you Unless somebody needs something... Oh, you know what's another thing that can be very handy to do, but it's very luck-dependent? Check the golden. If they drop heavy-duty stuff, like uh, gold Plague Doctor rings or gold Ebon rings, oh. buy the... Well, actually, Ebon would bind on equip because it's dungeon-based, but Plague Doctor would not. If you find, like, you know, if Ravager has jewelry, it'll default to gold. Right. You can buy that and then flip that. People definitely buy that
2: hold on let me Um, let me see who what's on golden this week real quickly i don't Um, believe they're that great um, but that's that's
1: another potential just money making thing if you when you're tripping mm -hmm. over ap and stuff like that telvar i'm
2: way less useful in so i mean i was i was holding on to what i have the ap i have so in hopes that they would add something new to the Alliance Point stores, and I would be like, yep. yes, buy a bunch of them and sell them. But it never really happened. So they have Dune Ripper's Necklace, Calurion's Legacy, Deadwater's Guil gil, whatever, Blessed oh, Necklace. Yep. Oh, Blessed Necklace. Meridia's Blessing, my favorite PvP set. It annoys oh, hey, everyone yep. in 1 oh. versus 1. It's one huh. set that I... Gallusner and I never figured why it never got nerfed. That's the that's the one with the it like cranks your uh, dodge percentage. Yes. No. uh, It basically every ten seconds for five seconds it blinds someone and they miss everything for five seconds. Okay. Yeah. 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 It is. It is annoying. So this is the reason (laughs) Gallusner and I don't die in one versus one. Or two versus one, because one person can't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I actually might grab that. I didn't realize that one was up.
1: Oh, yeah, I might grab that, because I don't have that set. Well, I've got some of it, but I've never completed
2: that set. And that sounded kind of fun to screw with, especially in, like, Battlegrounds. Thinking about it, though, it's not worth having a gold necklace for. Oh yeah, it, I mean that because the bonus <laughs> yeah, that of, is of the gonna set save. isn't anything. So it's a, it's a fixed stat. So five seconds of blindness to someone. So yeah, and you're just well, it all really... it'll
1: do is right whatever the, you can buff the enchantment if it's gold. I mean it'll get a little oh, better yeah, of there's enchantment. That. But I mean it's it's trivial. Purple the gold yeah, is yeah. pretty negligible. You're really just kind of like being. In min maxi when you're mm. doing gold jewelry purple is completely salvageable yeah
2: i mean uh if blessed is a fun set but would i get it in gold i don't think so sure uh so what else did i do i don't think i've done anything else um, our dungeon runs have been on a pause for the moment uh, because our guild leader, of burned her C- uh, GPU. She was waiting for a new one. So for a week we didn't do much. Um, so yeah, the things have been like in a chain. So either I wasn't available, either they weren't available. So we're, we are on a hiatus from our achievement runs. But once we get back on track, I believe I'll have the painful dungeon memories once again well we've learned people don't like
1: listening to us succeed they like us to be tortured yeah
2: yeah i know (laughs) all right so that that (laughs) that was the end of my tales what about you lotus um so
1: piggybacking off the ic event um i'm actually doing this event just because again i kind of bring up the fact that i I'm fine with events, and I guess I don't get burnout because I am super (laughs) ambivalent to the event itself. (laughs) It's just, is this something that I would not mind doing anyways? Oh, if it is, then cool, I'll be doing it. If it's not, then I'm like, "Ah, I just don't even pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Messing around in IC is fine. Um, I've been achievement hunting just some more. So I needed to kill the under... The, the, like the flag bosses I don't really know what they're specifically called not the patrolling flag wars, boss, but the guys I down guess, in the sewers yeah. or
2: banner boss yeah, I think
1: th- the banner boss so those guys count as well mm-hmm. for the boss you can kill um I wanted to have not that I think it's a great set but I just wanted to complete the set um, I wanted a set of imperium just to have
2: I've um, been wanting comes- to try that never completed it I have bunch yeah, of so- set pieces that doesn't come yes. together that's
1: exactly what i've always had so like, you know what it comes out of white gold tower i might as well just burn white gold tower really fast <laughs> even if nobody i know is <laughs> yeah. on it's just like give me some pugs we'll just melt this thing that's fine um and other than that i've also been running whenever i have a team available i've done a couple pugs uh, so i realized one achievement i don't have Uh, which is very peculiar, is um, for the Imperial City Prison, which is a gruelingly long dungeon, and it's fine for challenge, I guess. I don't don't know. Um, That dungeon seems to really be very difficult for at least one person in every group (laughs) because I don't have the no death in that dungeon uh, for whatever reason. And I think I've run it seven times since the event has started on VET at this point. And every single time, someone always dies. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's great. Um, Never once has it been me, which further instates the fact that it's like, okay, yes, I'm a tank, that's fine. Um, I really wish these were about me getting a no because one of them, we were at the final boss. And we were about to kill it, and somebody just damaged. He doesn't go up to do that bomb strike. Just walks into one of the portals, and I'm like, "What are Ah. you doing?" And just falls down, splat. Just insta gives. God, no! (laughs) Like, why? Um. So yeah, that's still a thing. Uh, Anybody on PS4 feels like doing that and not dying with me on a run, I'd appreciate (laughs) it. Again, it's not the end of the world. I'll run it with people. One group, I don't know the people I was with. Um, it was a pug. Um, I had just mentioned, like, oh, you know, if you guys want to try to be careful, I would like to get the no-depth on this. And they were all for it. And we made a solid run, like, right up till the final boss. And they got smoked on him. <laughs> and... It turned out two of them had never beaten the dungeon on vet period. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. I was like, well, since we're here, we might as well get you the extra keys because it was the day that it was the pledge. Mm-hmm. So... We flipped on the book and I showed, like, I gave them a run through on how it worked, and we totally beat it. And they apologized that they ruined my no death. I'm Like, no, 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 no. I, I, this one, I'm totally fine with. You guys had no experience like running this on VAT. I'm glad you guys got your hard mode. Like, that's cool. Don't don't worry about it. But kudos for them because they were actually very good. But um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. i just kind of had cruddy luck completing that. I guess on no death. But you know, whatever. I just I'll do it at
2: some point. I mean, um, they they make these dungeons. One tiny little mistake, and you are dead. So yes, and and I don't
1: have my old group of the Mm -hmm. the the three DPS and me that would go through (laughs) things. That's why I was kind of surprised. I was like, I just don't think we ever ran this dungeon (laughs) because I was (laughs) like, it seems weird that we just don't have this one. I was like, I feel like we just never ran this. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing though that was kind of a neat achievement that we did during the event. there is an achievement for getting through that entire dungeon without ever being seen by a watcher. Wow, okay. The, it, which I, again, I didn't have that. I was like, oh, let's do that, and we we went through it. But it was kind of neat because you just have to sneak around a bit and stuff. So that was an interesting little challenge that I didn't fail at. That's so that, something that was, I'm not good at. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually <laughs> not either. Uh, but I used Invispots, um, oh, okay. which make things right. slightly easier. Because my sneaking abilities are terrible. Uh, but you can't walk right up to them. But as long as you're in the ballpark area, you, you know, mm-hmm. just don't kind of bump into them and you'll be all right. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's that been my IC experience recently. Uh, I had that stream where we were just roaming around. We were farming the simulacrum. You, dro- you dropped in, I was going to say, and got to experience that mm-hmm. with my ridiculous pvp build that i'm pretty sure i've never been asked that many times what my build was (laughs) on a single stream and everyone was equally horrified that i was (laughs) using uh villadreth uh black rose and uh viper sting which if you are a very old school eso player you remember when that was the meta (laughs) yeah like
2: the first three months of (laughs) yeso Yes, somewhere around there. I think vet ranks were still it, a thing. Uh, <laughs> it was when Imperial City first came out and Black Rose was first introduced as a set. Uh huh. I mean, I even yep. used Black Rose in PvE. It was a solid PvE tanking set it as well. It was just a really overpowered thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: And that was the thing. People were just how is it They're still like, wow, working, though? <laughs> that was the thing. So many people were like, man, you're durable as hell, and you just got like a triple kill. And I was like, this is not a meta set. I was just, <laughs> I grabbed something out of my box, and I was like, this is hilarious. I remember when this was a thing. And then it worked surprisingly well, um, <laughs> which was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was that was pretty much the extent of the uh, IC for me. Um, so the other thing that I've been doing since... I have finished Shadow Key, as we discussed last time, so I don't really have a side game. Um, side note, I guess I briefly had a side game. I went through and did all the new expansion that came to Blades because uh, the newest update okay. fixed my massive frame rate problem that I had complained about. Um, it went back to working like normal, and I completely melted the the new story. It's kind of neat. Uh, it's hmm, super shallow. It's like it's like a it, moderately long side quest it was fine um and then there's a wizards thing where you go through like this wizards puzzle tower thing and i I thought that was kind of cool i liked that that was the extent of it so i'm all all through blades content again um i feel like that's just generally how i'll play that game is release something i'll steamroll (laughs) whatever that thing is and then it's like okay cool that was neat thanks again like whatever um so, the last thing I have in ESO, and I mentioned I was going to start doing it, was starting the Mary Dominion storyline, despite how much I hate them. Oh.
2: <laughs> Why would you do such thing? Uh, because I'm an achievement whore. <laughs> well, see, there are things you don't do. Or things you're well, addicted to. Yeah. Okay.
1: <sighs> so, limits. All right. Let me put it this way. Um, I'm doing it the best, most Ebon Hardy way that I can do the Elden storyline. And anytime I'm given a choice or a situation at hand where somebody's in a house all by themselves, I will just murder them. Uh, okay, <laughs> if they're the AD, I can go with that. Yep. Um, so like when I was in uh, Vocal Guard, like one of the places I'm at, it was just like a house, and there was a bunch of like Mary mages, and I just systematically eliminated them with a of woe <laughs> if they weren't mission critical, giving me a quest. Um, and every time, like I said, I get storyline stuff, I try to do it as best I can. Of how would this hurt the Mary Dominion the most? <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't RP. That's not really my thing. I wouldn't probably be good at it or whatever. But I'm like, okay, here's my internal story for this. I'm going to just basically play as if I was a spy for like another alliance. So that's what I've been doing. Unfortunately, it does still involve uh, helping with this uh, underground cult that is trying to basically get rid of A-Ren's claim to the throne since so she showed back up so by de facto she keep, kind of keeps thinking that I'm on her side even though it's just like well it's incidental that I helped you in this situation um, so I figure what I can do is I've been making notes of little quests just to make nods to along the way without totally just I mean there will be some spoilers on this for the Mary Dominion storyline
2: so if that would bother you uh, I would skip ahead uh, just a bit I mean, a Mary um, Dominion storyline bothers me. can I uh, yeah, just? see,
1: so you'll at least enjoy this because to start with, I killed one of their generals because that was okay. actually a story cool. option which I was a big fan of <laughs> um you have to go to the uh, this reliquary vault thing and you have to get this heart of oh, trying to say this is ukazai. <laughs> I what? guess is how you would pronounce is that. It, is it in your notes? Yes. Uh, oh. It would be first line. I, I It's U-K-A-E-Z-A-I.
2: Ukaezai. Uh, I okay. No I mean, it depends on the language. Uh, what language is this? It looks like... Uh, ancient if it's Elliot, Japanese. I believe. <laughs> <Yeah>. it's Japanese, <laughs> Ukaezai. Oh, so, but other than right. that, doesn't look like anything.
1: So... The reason I made note of this one specifically, there, there's kind of a reason that I've made note of the quest nods that I'm just going to do for my tails. It's because I think they do something interesting or totally different than anything I've seen in the game. <laughs> because, surprisingly, they that's happened a couple times already. So this boss mm. fight I just thought was cool, and I wish they would kind of flesh out this mechanic a little bit like in a dungeon or something. So she can split into multiple forms kind of like that alien um guy who splits into like the duplicates no all around right. in depths of malatar you know what I'm talking about? in uh yes in depths of malatar but instead of them being one real one and then the three fake ones and if you can just uh put the debuff on the real one you just nuke the real hmm. one because the other three don't matter um It was just neat because she would split and her health bar would split between all of them. And when you would eliminate their health bar, she would go together and you would take off that chunk of the health. So just straight DPS burn would help the fight, but it would still prolong the fight enough to allow for mechanics to happen around it. I think they could Mm -hmm. just do something kind of cool with that personally. Because um, it would just allow for other stuff to happen while you're doing that. Yeah. But um, so after after that fight happens or whatever, you talk to the, the general where you have, I guess it's Ragni's mantle, I believe it's said or whatever, um, which was causing her to go all crazy. So you could bring her back and they could try to help her with it and they would, use you know, keep this relic safe to have um, for the ceremony they needed for Queen a Ren. And my response was immediately, she's too far gone. There's no chan- There's no way to chance it. And you plunge a knife into her heart and kill her immediately. And I nice. like, yep, that's my choice. One general down. <laughs> so I did enjoy that greatly that that was the option. Um, I stopped the coup on Auradon because of that group, which was kind of the side effect of this. And, um, again, this is one of those things – the a i'll leave it somewhat ambiguous the a brother situation was kind of interesting and i kind of saw it coming but i just thought the way it played out was pretty funny where he just kind of loses it uh which i thought was just amusing so wait a, you know
2: queen Irene has has a brother she does oh
1: man um, there's no yep. end to them no, there's not, and he, he was making claim to the throne until she showed back up from her, like, pilgrimage thing. Right. And then he basically steps aside for her, um, because I guess she's the older of the two siblings? I forget exactly how that works. Mm, or she was born on the right day. <laughs> eh, it's Ultimate culture. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but um, She had longer years. Yeah, so anyways... Yeah, <laughs> yes point to your ears more kate beckinsale that's what i am more uh, yellow
2: <laughs> than you <laughs> <laughs> um, um
1: freaking altimer so then <laughs> the area that i'm in now which is <laughs> kind of like uh so i'm in grotwood and there's kind of two things i'll start with the goofier one to start with uh, everybody knows about the uh, Razamdar is probably the pinnacle of the Mary Dominion all around. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a thing where they give him an illusion spell uh, to look like Queen A. Ren. Yeah. talked about it a couple times where he makes the joke. He's like, oh, well, perhaps I should go into private to make sure that everything is exactly <laughs> as it seems, uh, <laughs> which is very funny. But the <laughs> unintentionally funny thing as well is Raz's voice becomes Kate Beckinsale because it's oh. an illusion. <laughs> Normally, I have no problem with Kate Beckinsale's performance. Her speaking in the third person as Razamdar pretending oh, to be herself no. is unbearable voice acting. <laughs> it no. is so bad she sounds like she's literally reading off a script it's like this one believes i'm like oh god please stop <laughs> it's like it's it, she had no direction it was just it was so bad it was kind of funny because normally i'm like oh, she's fine like she, she's totally like <laughs> yeah. perfectly fine in the role of queen a-ren something about when she's Roz pretending to be a-ren it's just awful <laughs>
2: Maybe they Um, wanted it to be awful.
1: I'm almost wondering if they were. Right, because she even does the thing where she's like, this one thinks, oh, wait, I mean, I think, but it says it as flat as I just (laughs) said it. And I'm like, it sounds like you're literally reading a script. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it it was just pretty funny to listen to. Um, But, yeah, so the only uh, major thing that I wanted to bring up because – Again, uh, maybe Aramithius might know this or one of our other lore compatriots, but there's a thing where you need to align uh, the Forest of Grotwood with the Almiri Dominion, which is gross because you don't want that to happen. But you meet the Wilder King, which is basically the dude who controls the forest itself. He has a really cool mechanic, which, again, I've never seen at any other point in the game, where when there's debris and stuff destroyed you can control the roots so you trigger it and you literally burrow underground and can like you're literally sub-level and it's just like a little root pile that moves around it's almost like when you become a skeever or something like that Mm -hmm. it's like that except you're a mesh of vines and you can go around scenery blocks which i was like this seems really strange that they made this mechanic (laughs) For just this one
2: quest, <laughs> and I never mean, again were in the probably game. Probably so bored creating Aldmeri Dominion storyline, but they <laughs> yeah, had to because they were getting paid. It... They were like right. adding weird extra stuff just because. That's that, yeah. We've got to find much.
1: some way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I thought that was weird that that mechanic has never been seen again. I'm like, this screams of being in like. A dungeon like with the mouth, uh, with the skeever, skeevaton one, or when you're in, um, not March of Sacrifices, Moon Hunter Keep, and the Spriggans can turn you into the skeevers. It screams of something mm-hmm. that should have been used again in a dungeon. It's just, it just hasn't. It's just, I've never seen this thing again. I mean, but... they
2: probably forgot about the Aldmir Dominion quest Maybe. line as well and everything well they should. did there, so. That's yeah. probably what it is.
1: Yeah, which, again, totally reasonable. Um, but yeah, the Wilder King itself, you, uh, you know, go find out about the Wilder King and what the deal is. Um, uh, basically, you need to get a new Wilder King because the old Wilder King's old. Um, and he's got some pretty cool storyline stuff. And you replace the Wilder King with a Wilder Queen, blah, blah, blah. So... The thing that I wanted to bring up about the Wilder King, Wilder Queen scenario is that they are Altmer in Grotwood, which is inhabited by the Bosmer. And apparently, the Wilder King and Wilder Queen are n- not chosen so much. They have strong ties to being able to control Earth magic, like a, like part of the weird, except they're really extreme because they're Altmers. Right. So Valenwood as a whole and the living forest is actually being controlled in large part by the current Wilder King or Wilder Queen, depending upon the situation, which is historically always an Altmer because they're stronger to tie. They have stronger ties to Magica. There's just happens to be uh, nature related. So That makes, is Valenwood somehow not a natural occurrence and like the Altmer have made Valenwood and it's just kind of been accepted as a thing because it seemed to me like I was pretty surprised it wasn't a Bosmer or something random it's very specifically an Altmer that controls it so what the hell was Valenwood before the Altmer started screwing around with nature was my question. Uh,
2: I don't know. I mean, maybe it was just Bosmer eating bos- Bosmer. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the I,
1: green- <laughs> they made the green pack just to thin out the Altmer uh, the Bosmer ranks so Altmer could come in.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe it was yeah. just a normal forest with Bosmer in it, and then Altmer went like came in. And- I'm gonna put magic like- in this. And then they put magic just... in it.
1: So, like, the walking city, like, the, the trees that walk around, like, are those actually not part of Valenwood normally? Like, is that just Ultima screwing with stuff that they sh- I shouldn't didn't be even touching? Know ESO,
2: I didn't even know ESO had walking trees. This is yeah, the first time
1: it, I'm hearing it, about it, it. Oh, yeah. They, they don't really show you the walking trees, like the cities like moving around. They always seem like they've just perched where they're perched. Um but like supposedly the the, the cities like Elden Root and stuff like that can uproot themselves from my understanding. They can get up and they can walk somewhere else and then replant <laughs> themselves down from my understanding. <laughs> they're kinda like Ents from The Lord of the Rings as far as I can tell, except bigger and made into housing. <laughs> i'm done with this but <laughs> yeah this place is terrible i'm moving <laughs> but yeah so i don't know it just seemed weird to me that this is all altmer controlled so again gross <laughs> stop it stop having altmer do things <laughs>
2: <laughs> see even the trees even the trees and stees are so done with altmer and they're <laughs> annoying personalities and everything ultimary dominion, they they started moving, trees started moving to be able to get away from ultimars. That's exactly. gotta tell you something. So look- when a tree packs up and leaves, that gotta tell you that something is wrong with you. Yes, nature is learning to escape you because you're so terrible. Like, yeah, I mean, do you see? Do you see the Skyrim trees just getting packing up and leave? No, because they love it. No, there. because it's exactly. Skyrim—it's the home of Nords. What's there to not love? But you go to like Valenwood, and boom—the entire city is gone overnight because you're a prick. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, so the moral of the story is leave the Altmeri Dominion, they're terrible, and together
2: we can crush the Mary Dominion as a whole and all the filthy Altmer. Yeah, I mean, see, yeah. I always thought about just nuking the Mary Dominion, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, but all the nature, I mean, it's one of the most it's very natural, most I foresty actually... land yep. of Tamriel, but now that I know the trees can actually pack up and leave they I can just pack bail. up and leave and then i can just nuke the Ultimers and don't hurt anything else that is perfect yup thats that is that that'll work also miss one james Stein, thank you for the subscription yes on, thank on you very Twitch. much we really really appreciate it
1: also also is brought up by mecha fishy in chat there are no there are no hissed in there although i'm starting to wonder if there's some weird tree can well actually no if the the altmer screwing with these trees they're probably not natural anyways i don't know i feel like there's more to this that i either i would love it if they talk about but at the same time it just makes me very curious like i would love just more involvement like we recently got elsewhere Mm -hmm. i would like more in valenwood like explain Um... more about that area because it's weird I mean again yeah, but, let's find a way uh, to annex
2: it from the AD but Oh no don't say things like that you'll jinx it and by what do we know next chapter is Valenwood No oh god <laughs> No we don't want <laughs> no, We already want, had an AD We don't one. want unless we don't want Valenwood. What if we're cleansing it of the AD though Yeah but we had two AD ones back to That's back true. so that yeah, means the there are... is nothing stopping Zoss from doing a third one so we don't say yeah, things like we want to see more in Velenwood. We don't want to see more in Velenwood. We want to see less of Velenwood. <laughs> we want to see Skyrim. <laughs> White Run, that's, Mark Art, really want White Markarth, Winterhold, Dawnstar, Solitude. There's so many good things in Skyrim. Come on.
1: That's that that's all right. That's fair. That's fair. Plus Winterhold and then we can get our freaky over the top spell crafting that totally breaks the game. <laughs> which I'm which I'm fine with. I'm totally fine with
2: it. just let it happen. <laughs> I'm kind of curious how 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 they are going to like um show Winterhold before the entire uh um, yes. ghost of the sea major collapse right. whatever
1: Destroys everything. Yeah. The college will still be together and the yeah. town
2: won't be total crap and And see, great. If they bring College of Winterhold, we'll probably see more of Shalidor as well, which I'll be really happy yes. about. Mhm. Dude, I I, I would um, really love to see more of Shalidor. I I didn't have. Enough I like Shalidor. Yeah, the well, pure, <laughs> poor 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 dude. Yeah, he had a rough time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what you get going up against the Mad God.
1: Right. And and to be fair, I was gonna say the ending. I I mean, I don't know what everybody else chose, but I wanted those two skill points. I'll just say that. So, mm. yeah. I, I think so. He
2: also has to live with that in my world. <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, I get, wait. Did I pick the skill point or did I not pick the skill point? Did I? I can't tell if my immersion side or my skill point hungry side was heavier <laughs> when I did that quest line. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I either either is possible, either spot. I don't remember. Also, ah. shout out to the other James Stein, Mr. von James Stein, for
1: your sub as well. Oh,
2: <laughs> thank you, guys. See, husband and wife in the shield yep. wall. Yep, the true, the true Nordic way, right there. Hmm.
1: The family that subs together stays together.
0: Something <laughs> like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the only other thing that uh, is sort of ESO related, uh, sort of not ESO related, but. Uh, just funny how video games kind of do what they do uh, I was talking to you a little before the show uh, about my current obsession with Borderlands 3 and I found this random bit of trivia uh, <laughs> and I figured I would just point it out so do you remember Paul Sage from the? he was the original game design director um, I believe that was his title at ESO originally Paul before he Sage
2: left. Yes. No, I remember Nick Conkle. With Spellcrafting Nick Spellcrafting was Paul there. Nick was there. Paul Sage.
1: Paul Sage was a. Uh, I believe it was game design director. Uh, creative want... director.
2: Because I. Creative the director. first picture okay. of him that came up is with a. Yeah, Alice Scrolls Online background, Paul Sage, creative director. I don't okay. remember him.
1: I, it was way back.
2: Uh, so, again, this is, this, is,
1: this is a callback to people who have been around the ESO for a long time. So, Paul Sage, uh, apparently the creative director, uh, is apparently also the creative director for Borderlands 3.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is really funny because there are a few things just that play in Borderlands 3. That I've been like, oh man, that's a really sweet feature. Like the you know the the way level scaling works together and the way loot's dropping <laughs> together. It's a, it just it looked really really familiar. <laughs> and then I heard on another podcast they were like, oh yeah, they're like Paul. Swiss, Paul Sage is the creative director on Borderlands Three. I was like why does that name sound so familiar? And they're like, yeah, the the last thing he did, he was like, I guess he was
2: originally on Elder Scrolls Online. I was like, oh my God, that's why (laughs) I
1: recognize that.
2: And the first thing that came up is Paul Sage, the Elder Scrolls Online creative director, decided to quit ZeniMax Studios to join Gearbox Software.
1: Okay, so there you go. (laughs) so there is your random bit of trivia for today apparently even when i play games outside the bethesda wheelhouse i still somehow find mm-hmm. ways to play yeah. games in the bethesda wheelhouse
2: there is no escape once yep. you go i'm Ballester. just
1: the ultimate
2: fanboy so take everything i say with a grain of salt i guess <laughs> well you can only sell your soul to todd howard once and once you do That's valid there is no escape yep. exactly but uh, yeah, that's that's Honestly, pretty much I have it for me. No memories of Paul Sage. How do I Pulse not age? have absolutely no memories of Paul Age? Although I mean, the news is ever- from 2015, so yes.
1: I guess he left this very
2: early on before I got uh, yeah, involved I with he- the community and everything.
1: Right, I think he was around in like literally development time. Yeah, um, yeah. along with like Nick Conkle and. What was it? Was it Blackwell? I, I can't. Blackwell, maybe? or but. Mm, I, don't, I can't even no. remember some of the names from the, the people way back. Because I was passingly interested. I, I was very... I don't play MMOs, so at the time I was like, I like Elder Scrolls. I don't know. I, I like co you know, multiplayer games. I was like, this could be okay. Mm. But the whole MMO thing was kind of like, eh, I'm very wait and see with the game. Mm. And... Playing that beta, at my friends, I was like, oh, boy, I don't know about this game.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and then, you know, it, it launched, and I was kind of like, okay, this is interesting. I'll probably grab this when it comes to console, to which I, I did, um, because one of my friends got it, and uh, I tried her copy, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm totally in on this. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good. But, yeah, the preliminary stuff, I was like, I don't know if this is going to be for me. Um, so my... <laughs> Pre-launch knowledge
2: isn't uh I, I would not say it's anything too spectacular overall. Right. I mean I I hope he's happy. I mean Paul Sage. Because I'm really happy well, with Rich Lambert being the creative director. Paul Sage agreed. doesn't look like he's as fun as Rich Lambert. I don't know. Uh he's, no. I <laughs> Rich is goofy, goofy they I like now. Goofy. They just seem
1: like they enjoy what they do. Mm, yeah. Which kind of, like, by default is just like, well, good, because, again, one thing, what with all the crunch that, you know, has been brought to light in the industry recently, mm-hmm. um, I always was like, man, uh, yeah, okay, there are major releases, like, the main, you know, in between individual Elder Scrolls games or individual Fallout games. It's like, okay, there's plenty of time, but those games are huge, and there's, like, a ton of stuff to do. But then the content they make for them, specifically ESO, like Mm -hmm. they produce a lot of stuff with a pretty fast turnaround. So I'm always like, man, I hope these guys aren't like in rough shape, just like constantly nose to the grindstone. Like it's not fun. And like it seems like every time I've met them, at, uh, events or anything, or you see them at events, they just look like they're having a ton of fun, and, like, they're goofy on Twitter, like, and they like to just chat with everybody, I'm like, okay, well, that at least makes me feel good that they're clearly at least having fun with this, so it's not just grueling, like, oh, God, all I want to do is sleep and never look at a video game again. I mean, they are the lead. You're not going to be 1100 CP if you don't like the game, (laughs) like... You're not going home and playing the game if you're
2: tired of it. (laughs) See, Here's the thing, though. They are the lead group, so if there is crunch time at Zoss, it is possible they won't be in it because they are more like the face and they have to be going to the events and things. I have yet to meet, at least on Twitter or in the community, anyone from the development team, like the hardcore like the software developers or i even asked for this on on ellish online twitter like where are the developers where are the software people i never got a reply uh, oh i actually <laughs> am friends with a couple of them on twitter <laughs> okay
1: so, uh, yeah i, I, I yeah like, uh, a couple of the uh, a couple of the writers i'll link you so that i was gonna say we can all be one big
2: nerdy family <laughs> online
1: <laughs> but um, um what
2: I was saying is like there there might be crunch. I mean I don't think there's any game well, studio who's not crunching at any point. No, I mean and the the difference
1: is I mean it doesn't need to be like beanbag chairs and everything. I mean mm-hmm. I run my own oh, business yeah. and it's like when I have work to do I work until I'm done because <laughs> I'm I don't it, I don't want to leave a job half finished. The problem is you can work hard And then, okay, you stop for a little while and you're, you're good. You, you know, go back to maintaining a schedule, but like crunch is fine. If it's quick to get something done or you're, if you're dedicated Mm -hmm. to something, you're excited about something, it's just when people are, it's it becomes like mandatory that they are yeah. like, no, this is this is your job. It's like, okay, that's when it's like, okay, no, that's unacceptable. See,
2: th- it's but it's having pretty much always trying... like that, right? They, they never yeah, say so that. That's that, like it's it. the The way it goes is usually is they don't say like, okay, you have to overtime. They don't really say that. They are like, oh, this needs to be done,
0: mm-hmm. and then you're mm-hmm.
2: like, well, okay, then I guess I'm overtiming. <laughs> <laughs> right um so that that's the only thing it's like you know because like it's a lot better because i've never heard right. any complaints or anything about it unlike yeah, that's almost all of the game development studios out there uh that right. at some point someone complained uh yes a... it's the overall vibe doesn't seem
1: forced oh, yeah. so much yeah. as I mean like okay also be happy as they're being poked in the back with a stick. It definitely seems like it's generally like okay you want to get grab some beers and shh, you <laughs> know chat about dungeons or whatever. It's like okay you guys are it seem to be at least having fun with this even though this is yeah. also probably, you know, yes, this takes attention. You might rather be doing something else,
2: but you know you're I mean, making I've, the best I've of it never at work met, to an extent. Yeah, I've never met any other community where I can just curse at the dungeon lead guy and he replies with, you suck, get good. I mean, what? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just like, okay, that's valid
1: criticism, but also just don't die in the future. How about you try yeah. that? It's just like, all right then.
2: <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, uh, giving Mike Finnegan a hard time is my favorite thing. It's... <laughs>
1: yeah well because you can tell that he just enjoys making people like go insane as well (laughs) (laughs) that's part of his enjoyment is just like yep all right here's something miserable go on get through it (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) oh man so Um, yeah
2: yeah. Who is Paul so Sage? So that got is? into an end tangent at the end.
1: Yeah. So that all started with Paul Sage is also doing a game that I'm currently playing besides this. Ta da! There's no
2: escape. Nope. There's no escape. Uh. <laughs> so um, we actually have a reading, but we are gonna leave it for Promethean because he yeah, loves he's doing our these readings. Resident reader. And yeah. Yep. He's the. But last week I was well, last episode I was super sleepy. Um, and this week Promethean doesn't have his voice so probably next week we'll have the reading part. yeah ideally next week hmm so Lotus, is there anything else you want to add um no I think that is everything uh, for me oh. yeah well where can people find you your charity and things like that um Yeah, so I was going to say, I am
1: um, Lotus of Doom on Twitter, which is where I am most of the time. If you want to get a hold of me, um, video game or football or any of that stuff related, that's usually where I'm blundering around as social media wise. Um, I started streaming again um, last week, like I thought I would try to do. Uh, Ark got to join in, and uh, And you're you're now officially a mod because, good lord, there were... All of my links, for some reason, had decided to just crap (laughs) themselves, so none of them were working, which was super irritating. Um, (laughs) But that stuff seemed to be fixed, thanks to you and a couple of my other buddies, Azure Fields and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, I'm trying to consistently stream at least once a week just to get back in the flow of things and get any technical issues ironed out before the charity event, uh, Mm. which will most likely still looking like mid-to-end November... Unless something changes and I actually have a weekend where I can stay up for 24 hours straight. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call it? But, um, yeah, I will be um, keeping everybody informed on my extra life plans as they get close. Uh, we are still doing a very good job, thanks to all of you, um, whether it's been streaming or you just go to my uh, charity page. Or to be fair, there's lots of people doing extra life. You don't need to donate to me because it's not really mm-hmm. like a me or nothing effort yeah. <laughs> anything that goes to that is great <laughs> it does not need to be my page that's fine um but yeah i was gonna say personally i think i'm just shy of four hundred dollars raised out of my thousand dollar goal for the year nice. so far and we hit up the, yeah, the marathon or i've barely streamed like all <laughs> summer because i'm usually at the beach or just uncoordinated <laughs> um But yeah, so as the fall hits, ideally I will be able to stream once a week because I kind of forgot, well, I didn't really forget, but it reminded me of how much fun it is to actually Mm -hmm. stream when I get to chat with all you people um, on that thing. My streams are not huge, so I'm able to interact with a decent amount of you, which is kind of why I like doing it. Otherwise, I could just play video games and not pay attention um, (laughs) to a chat. So like, that's part of the fun of it is being able to get get to just chat with everybody so um yeah um but yeah i will keep everybody informed as it gets closer to charity day uh several people asking in chat what it is i'll type it in for you um yep and um yeah i was gonna say i you know ideally it'll be once a week uh most likely my guess would be my tuesdays generally aren't that long so Keep an eye out for me. I'll keep you informed. But most likely, I'm going to try to do Tuesdays each week. Just do a couple-hour
2: hmm. stream and ESO Borderlands, something goofy like that. All right. Um, well, you're typing your name in chat, right? D-I-D? Yep. All right. All right. So um you can find me anywhere that is Arkaneer, A R K H A N I I R. Um I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash twitter, twitter.com slash Arcaneer, email t at gmail.com. Um and you can well uh contact me through any of those channels. And you can follow everything we do over at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. There you can find links to all of our social media including Twitch, Youtube, Twitter and Facebook where you can contact us at real time. Well, probably not on Youtube but anywhere else. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork if you want to help support the show and consider leaving us a 5 star review on iTunes which helps greatly even if you don't realize it. Um, And it helps people know that we are a real podcast and we say real words. Thank you all so much for joining on this episode of Tales of Tamriel. And we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody.
0: When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on it fell And like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well Magic affused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong Then wild elves cut and polished it down to Chimel at a ball Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost, learned to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alisha in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end